in this episode we will focus on employee welfare or labor welfare as it is popularly called welfare means faring or doing well it is a comprehensive term and refers to physical mental moral and emotional well-being of an individual labor welfare also referred to as betterment work for employees relates to taking care of the well-being of workers by the employers trade unions governmental and non-governmental agencies ilo international labor organization at its asian regional conference defined labor welfare as a term which is understood to include such services facilities and amenities as may be established in or in the vicinity of undertakings to enable the persons employed in them to perform their work in healthy congenial surroundings and to provide them with amenities conducive to good health and high morale let us quickly go over the definition of employee welfare once again to clearly understand what it means and also to start appreciating at this stage the tremendous benefits that it gives to the employee as well as the employers in the organization so employee welfare or labor welfare includes provision of various facilities and amenities in and around the workplace for the better life of workers labor welfare refers to anything that is done for the comfort and improvement of employees and is provided it is provided to the employees in addition of or over and above wages that they get labor welfare or employee welfare facilities include medical sports education cultural and other facilities in india also as in other countries some welfare facilities are compulsory as per labor laws while others are purely voluntary in character so uh, this is what it means it is a comprehensive term and it includes various services benefits and facilities facilities which are offered to the employees by the employer through such generous fringe benefits the employer helps to improve the life of employees and uh, we can look at we can look at the objectives of labor welfare basically there are three objectives first is to provide better life and health to the workers second 
to make the workers happy satisfied and efficient when the worker is being well looked after he will be happy he will be satisfied and he will also work more efficiently third objective is to relieve workers from industrial fatigue and to improve intellectual cultural and material conditions of living of the workers to remove the fatigue uh, also is one of the important objectives of employee welfare and the terms labor welfare employee welfare workers welfare these are all used interchangeably all used to denote various service services provided by employers to employees in addition to the wages that they get the basic features of employee or labor welfare are as follows first labor welfare includes various facilities services and amenities provided to the workers for improving their health efficiency economic betterment and social status second welfare measures are always in addition to regular wages they are always in addition to regular wages and other economic benefits available to workers due to legal provisions and collective bargaining third thing is it is a dynamic concept labor welfare measures are flexible and they are ever changing new welfare measures are added to the existing ones from time to time as the need arises so it is a dynamic concept then welfare measures may be introduced by the employers government employees or by any social or charitable agency and the fifth one is purpose of labor welfare is to bring about development of the whole personality of the worker to make him a good worker and a good citizen we have given the objectives of employee welfare uh, we can go over the points again the objective of employee welfare is to provide better life and health to the workers the labor welfare measures make the workers happy and satisfied it relieves the worker from industrial fatigue objective is also to improve the efficiency of the workers in doing their job the objective is also to minimize the hazards uh, which which uh, which are there in industrial units also to improve loyalty and morale of employees reduce labor turnover and absenteeism when the workers are well cared for when the facilities are there they tend to stay in the same organization labor turnover and absenteeism is less these also help to improve industrial relations uh, 
within the organization. So let us look at uh, let us look at the benefits of labor welfare measures. We can look at the benefits to the employees and also the benefits to the employers. These measures benefit both the employees as well as the employers. If we look at the benefits to the employees, then facilities like housing scheme, medical benefits, education and recreation facilities for workers, families, they help in raising their standard of living. All these facilities which are, which are provided by the employers will help and aid the families, the employees to increase, to improve their standard of living. These also provide better physical and mental health to the workers and thus they promote a healthy working environment. It makes workers pay more attention towards work and thus increases their productivity. All these are very, very beneficial to the employees. If we look at the benefits to the employer, then definitely the employer will gain by the, the increased productivity which will come about in the organization workers take active interest in their job they are also working uh, they are working with a feeling of belonging and involvement to the organization okay as we have seen these measures will increase productivity of the organization promote healthy industrial relation and also help to maintain industrial peace uh, okay one minute girls so if we look at the various types of measures which are there then they fall into two categories they would be statutory and non-statutory. Statutory schemes are those schemes that are compulsory to be provided by an organization uh, with respect to compliance of laws from time to time. So these are the statutory provisions which, uh, which the law by law you have to follow basic things like drinking water drinking water should be provided to the workers first aid appliances should be there in case of an emergency changing rooms proper lighting should be there there should be adequate facilities for sitting canteen facilities where the number of workers exceeds a certain number also the restrooms should be there for the workers so all these um, are statutory all these will have to be uh, complied with by the organizations 
But in addition to these uh, statutory schemes, over and above these, the organization can also go in for few a uh, few schemes voluntarily or um, which are called non statutory schemes these are provided voluntarily or by agreeing mutually with the workers non statutory schemes differ from organization to organization and from industry to industry so it depends on you uh, you can have additional facilities like medi claim insurance policy regular medical checkup for the uh, for the employees maternity and paternity leave and other things so we can further divide the types of welfare facilities into intramural and extramural intramural activities which are provided within the establishment extramural activities are the ones which are undertaken outside the establishment let us look at some of the examples in intramural and extramural welfare activities in intramural welfare activities we will include drinking water toilets creches washing and bathing facilities rest shelters uniform and protect, protective clothing recreation facilities canteens subsidized food medical aid all these are provided within the establishment so they are called intramural then there are facilities which are undertaken outside the establishment and they are called extramural examples of these are housing education maternity transportation sports leave travel vocational training holiday homes cooperative stores fair price shops social insurance labor uh, and uh, voluntary welfare work includes those activities which are undertaken by employers for their workers voluntarily and many employers nowadays offer um, most of the welfare amenities voluntarily okay so we have uh, if we look at uh, if we look at the indian case then we have examples of statutory provisions some of these are statutory provisions under the major labor laws if we look at the factories act 1948 then the act mandated that washing facilities to male and female workers separately facilities for storing and drying clothes facilities for occasional rest for workers who work in a standing position for long hours first aid boxes canteen where there are more than 250 workers shelters restrooms lunch rooms crash if 30 or more workers are employed and a welfare officer if 500 or more workers are 
employed. These are all statutory provisions under the Factories Act 1948. There is one Plantation Labor Act 1951 in India. In this, a canteen has to be provided if 150 or more workers are employed, crash if 50 or more women workers are employed, recreational facilities, educational arrangement uh, in the estate if there are 25 or more children of the workers, housing facilities for every worker uh, and his family residing in the estate, medical aid, providing umbrellas, blankets, raincoats to the workers as a protection against cold and welfare officer if 300 or more workers are employed. We also have Mines Act 1951 and a Motor Transport Workers Act, Act 1961. In, in this, first aid equipment in each transport vehicle has to be mandatorily provided medical facilities at operating and halting centers and canteens if 100 or more workers are employed. So uh, similarly, there are some other acts also in which mandatory provisions are there like Contract Labor Act 1970. In this, a canteen has to be provided if you are employing 100 or more workers, restroom, and other suitable alternative accommodation where contract labor is required to halt at night in connection with their work, washing facilities, first aid boxes have to be provided. So we see that a lot of, lot of uh, services have to be provided mandatorily by the law and in addition to these some more facilities for employee welfare may be provided uh, by the uh, by the uh, organization voluntarily now let us look at the agencies which are involved agencies of employee welfare in india the main agencies engaged in employee welfare include central government, state governments, employers, trade unions or employees organizations and the fifth one is non-governmental organizations, NGOs. The contribution of these agencies we will discuss now. Firstly, central government. Central government has pa passed a number of acts which we just discussed for the welfare of different types of workers. It also administers the implementation of industrial and labor laws. The important acts which incorporate measures for the welfare of workers are Factories Act, Indian Mines Act, Employment of Children Act, Maternity Benefits Act, Plantation Labor Act, etc. Under these acts, employers have to provide certain basic welfare facilities to the workers, uh, which we discussed. For example, under the Factories Act 1948, employer has to provide a canteen, rest and run, lunch room, crash, etc. 
so government also provides housing medical care canteen educational aid etc to the workers employed in public sector enterprises coming to the state government now central government is involved mostly in passing of the laws but the implementation of many provisions of various laws labor laws rests with the state government state government the governments run health centers educational centers etc for the welfare of workers they also keep a vigil on the employers that they are operating the welfare schemes made obligatory by the central or state government so the implementation will have to be done by the state government let us look at the third agency that is employers many employers provide voluntarily welfare facilities along with statutory welfare facilities these can include uh, a various things like residential accommodation to employees medical and transport facilities reading rooms these are all voluntary see reading room you may not find in all organizations some of the organizations think it is important to provide a reading room scholarships to the children again a voluntary effort patronize teams of employees for hockey footballs etc employers can provide welfare facilities individually or collectively that is through their associations so employers have to in fact play a major role in providing welfare facilities to industrial workers and the welfare facilities which they are offering on their own are called voluntary welfare facilities trade unions also have a role to play they are supposed to raise the welfare of workers and they are expected to provide certain welfare facilities to their members unions can provide educational cultural and other facilities to their members some of the unions also provide sports and educational facilities cooperative stores are also run by the by the mills by the unions like textile labor uh, association of ahmedabad is doing good work in the field of labor welfare in addition to all these we also have non governmental organizations or ngos which conduct social welfare activities which are useful to all sections of the society including industrial workers these agencies provide medical aid educational facilities scholarship etc um, however the contribution of uh, these agencies is very uh, very minimal okay.